Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like this content that is coming to you, hit that subscribe button, hit the like, and comment on all the videos. But today, guys, I got a very special guest, man, Tim Crowder, man. You know, so 2005 national champion at Texas, uh, 2007 draft pick for the Denver Broncos, second round. Um, you know, funny story, I was just RA in college. So, you know, me and Tim kind of go way back since 03. So, Tim, what's up, man? I'm doing great. Excellent, man. Just watched my cars early today and <laughs> I, I went on a three, I run on a three mile run this morning. With one of my neighbors. Yeah. Just, just living life like a normal human being. That's what's up, man. Hey man, it is good to talk to you, man. It's been a long time, man. So, you know, first off, man, Tyler, Texas, man, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. So I know all yeah. about East Texas, you know, beast Texas is, you know, that's our thing. Right. So tell me about Tyler, Texas, man. Uh, just a blue collar city, man. I mean, um, I, I'm when you look at me, it's like, okay, that's a Tyler dude through and through. Or really, not even Tyler, just a dirty. It's like that's the dirty South over there. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, man. You, that's like it's like East Texas, kind of like where the dirty South ends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you got uh -huh. dirty South. You got East Texas all the way to Georgia and you know Jacksonville, Florida. I've been in that area before too, Mississippi. So. You meet one black person in East Texas, you meet the same person you meet in the Georgia. same person all the way, man. <laughs> all the way. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, so tell me about this, man. East Texas is known, especially back then, it was a big, you know, A&M ground, OU ground, LSU ground, man. What made you come to Texas, man? And the reason I came to Texas is really the city of Austin is what kind of sold me because you know, I, I took a visit to Aggie Land, and I was like, man, I don't want to be a part of no cult. You know, they was, you know, they was over there, you know, worshiping the bond bonfires and oh man, doing all these all these silly chants and stuff, and they had male cheerleaders and all that crap. And I was just like, nah, man, I need this ain't for me. For me. <laughs> so I came to Austin, man. It was I wanted to come to a city. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. didn't, I didn't want to. I didn't want to live in Tyler point two point oh. So yeah. I, I saw the city of Austin and. I clicked with Mac Bryan and all the coaches and a lot of the players. They loved it there. I went to Oklahoma and they was telling me, man, don't come here. Like, oh, really? You know, like, we don't, we don't, we don't even like to be here. Just a football factory. It's football and nothing. I was just like, no, nah, I want to live my life too. Yeah. So, you know, Austin was a place. place. I actually took a visit down to LSU too. You know, oh, yeah. How'd you too, like that? Just too hot and muggy down there, man. Man, hey, I'm from Louisiana. I know 100% humidity, 24. Seven, yeah. <laughs> you walk outside, you're sweating. You're already wet. It was, it was bad down there, man. They was they was on that jambalaya and they were speaking that Creole and other stuff. And I was just like, dude, uh. I was like, no, this is a little bit too uh, you know, I'm kind of removed from the slavery days, man. It's a little too hit for me. <laughs> Boy, you're a fool, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. I get you, man. So tell me, uh, you know, just one funny story about Mac, man. Coach Brown. Oh man, how can I say? I'll tell you a story that a lot, like most people do not know. Only you played there, so you know. My, my days at UT, man, I, I was laid back, but if you bother me in the wrong way, I snap at you, you know. So <clears throat> I never forget. Uh, so Oscar Giles was a D lines coach. Yeah, 
Big Oscar. Uh, we had a meeting. We had a we had a defensive meeting and stuff and position meeting. And you know, Coach Coach Giles like, hey guys, if you guys get hurt, anything, make sure you get up and walk off the field. And me and me and Brian Robinson and, and the Ragpo, we all looked at it as like, man, yeah. this dude lost his mind. Like, if I'm hurt, I'm gonna lay on the ground. <laughs> and so until the trainer comes out there. So we was all like, okay, if you've been in the program for a while, like us, you say, you know what, this is coming from up top. This must be Coach Brown talking. Yeah. Because he is really stressing this to us like this. Uh, so what happened is uh, we went out there on the practice field, and, man, I just so happened to get hurt, dude. And I'll never forget uh, Coach Giles walk over to me. You know, he like, get up to him, get up. And I must have snapped at him. I was to say and so Mac Brown came over was like I'm sick of you and all this stuff getting on my nerves and I was like you better get away from me and you know we going back and forth and uh you know mad dog had to get between us not mad dog but it, it was it was a it was a side that I you know mad mad dog was like hey Mac you need to walk on the other ear like get away from him because he'll snap and choke you out you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know but uh but now, man, it was just funny. Like I've never seen him like come at it because he's always been so passive, right? Yeah, but, he's like, always he cool. Really he was really mad at me that day, man. Like I, I it's weird. I kind of gained more respect for him as. A oh yeah, man as a coach. That, like yeah. hey, I, he got some, he got some cojones about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man. So tell us about your job now, man. You know, with the whole you know uh, uh, training and everything, man. Well, you know, I, I started Nuclear Athletes, uh, athletic training company in uh, 2014. I actually officially retired in 2013. Yeah. And uh, one thing I want to do, I want to get back to the kids in some kind of way. Uh, I was already training pro athletes at the time, but they the ones who kind of, you know, ushered me into training the kids. You know, Dan yeah. Johnson, Jamal Charles, and, you know, they were just like, dude, you need to get around kids and give back. And uh, that was probably the best decision I ever made. And it actually provided therapy, too, you know, like. It's it's weird. I've actually like had some guys come out and like when they get retired, mm-hmm. you know, I would have them come out and just kind of work with the kids a little bit, and it'll kind of make that you know, it's kind of make you feel selfless to the point yeah. where like you know what, man, I don't I don't made it to the NFL, dude. I don't live a good. I don't made it to the promised land, you know. So let me get back to these kids and try to get them there or get them close to it or anything like that. And yeah. Uh, that's what we do, man. So I've been working with the kids. I get them faster, uh, speed development, develop their position. Mobility is a big thing, man. And yeah. so a lot of kids just don't know how to move nowadays. It's not like us, Nick. When we were coming up, man, we would go jump over the creek. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we would go, we would go do, get on the pull-up bars. We, we go would walk outside. The railroad, just we go would outside. Walk the railroad, yeah, just go outside. <laughs> we would walk the railroad tracks, you know, yeah. you know the little beams and stuff. To None work of on that balance. now. None they of don't that. do any. They don't get out and explore anymore. You know, they don't know how to get their hands dirty. Man, hey, I'm with you. I got a six year old, right? So, you know, my wife, you know, keeps him in the house. I'm like, nah, we putting him in running class. He in football yeah. camp, t ball, tennis, you name it, man. Yeah. He just ran his first five k. Um, you know, so last week. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm like, look, I'm getting them in there, man. Just, just stay yeah. active, man. Because if you don't yeah. let them stay active, they just gonna be on, you know, like on a laptop or a computer all day. And they yeah, mind gonna be fried, you know. So, they gonna they gonna grow up uneducated, unmotivated, yeah. and fat. You yeah, know, that's the, that's a that's a that's, that's a bad combination. Three recipes, uneducated. Exactly, that's a yeah. bad combo right there. Yeah, man. 
it's a bad combination, man. But yeah, man, I am, I'm, I'm with you on that. Kids got to get outside, man. They, they definitely got to get back working, man. Cause you know, I was a kid, you were a kid. Like you said, we walk down the street, we playing basketball, we playing football, we running up to the store. We might be riding a bike for two, three hours. That's just what we did. You know, it's the stuff that you did, right? So yeah, man, but cool, man. But hey, let me tell you something too. So I remember your freshman year, uh, I'm in the chow hall and I'm down with uh, Eric Hardeman, right? And we sitting there eating. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you walk in, right? You know, so Eric goes, Big Tim. Can't nobody block Big Tim. He give everybody fits. He said, Jay Scott. He said, every offensive lineman. He called them all out. He give them all fits. Tell me about those battles, man, that you had, man. Because we had some good guys on there. You know, Jay Scott, Tony Hills, uh, you know, Casey Studdard and all of them, man. Blaylock. Yeah, man. It was it was a truly battle. It was a battlefield every day, man. I would. You know, when I came in, I was quiet. You know, I don't, I don't, I didn't say too much. But when it came to the football field, like I was all about kill them all and let guys sort them out. You know, that was just my mentality. I was just like, I, it's kind of how I was kind of a combination growing up of a country slash hood. You know, so <laughs> it's like right. when it's like when you get out on the yard, it's like I, right, I'm going to be humble, but I'm not going to let nobody try to punk me out here. You know, yeah. so. You know, so when I realized I got that, I said, you know what, I'm about to put my chin, I'm about to put my helmet in their chin strap and let's see how they like it. And, yeah. you know, we had a couple of, you know, a couple of fights and, you know, here and there, but yeah. it was, it was a fun, it was a battle every day, man. Those guys made me so much better. I I appreciate them so much because they, they made me such a better player. Man, I tell you, everybody, everybody should say Tim's the gentle giant. And I knew firsthand because you always the quietest person on the floor you know, and we had a, a pretty rowdy floor. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. we had Cedric Griffin, we had uh, Mike Griffin and, you know, David yeah. Thomas, Eric Hardeman and Robert yeah. Timmons. Man, we had a pretty rowdy floor. Yeah. Until <laughs> so, you always like the most quiet, most humble guy. You come in, you do your thing. We had, who else, man? Mike Williams. Uh, you know, yep, Mike Williams. Uh, big Mike Williams, man. Not the offensive yeah, lineman, so Mike yeah, Williams. Bro, talking end, about defensive. Huh? You had Terrell Brown that you had. Oh, yeah, uh huh. We had T Brown. We had Brandon Eric, Foster. Eric Foreman. Eric, Eric Foreman. Foreman man. I remember he came in as a quarterback and he swapped yep. over to linebacker. Remember? Yeah. Remember Eric? Eric was on the field when I was on the field as a freshman. Like, sure he was. was one of the first ones who played. Yeah, Eric was a, a talented guy, man. So hey, we're going to talk about the talent in that class in just a little <laughs> bit, man. Because hey, we got a lot to catch up on that, man. So hey. um, Tell me about the current state of Texas football, man. You know, what do you think is is lacking on the team or, you know, or could be added to the team so that they can get to that next step? You know what? I haven't been around this new group, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I haven't been around the coaching staff. I haven't really had time to meet everybody. Yeah. So I, I haven't had to, you know, see the pulse of the team. I feel like in order to make an honest opinion, you got to be there a little bit, you know, yeah. like I can't be looking. If I, if I try to make an opinion from afar, I'm a fan. You That's know what true. I mean? so, That's true. That's true. That's true. I can't just speculate and just make up something and say, all right, I heard somebody said this, like, no, nah, you lying. Like yeah. you ain't been around there. You know, so <laughs> everybody got sources, right? Where they, they sources is themselves. Yeah. But, That's uh, true. But now, man, I, I talked to some of the guys still on the team and they really like the direction. They, my thing is they get along. Yeah. I know in the past with Herman, they didn't get along all the time. That's true. 
One thing about the 05 and 06 and just my time there is that we got along with each other. Like we enjoyed being around the field house. Uh, you know, we enjoyed being around our coaches. Our coaches enjoyed being around us. And it was just, you could you could just feel the love in the air. Yeah, it, it was a big family. Just, you could feel, it was everybody who encountered us. Yeah, it you was know, a big back family. Back in those times, back in those times, you had the regular, you know, the normal students could just walk through the field house and go to the car, right? Sure could, sure could. You know, so you don't have it anymore. It, it's kind of became so su- exclusive and secluded where it's like, dang, we can't even touch them dudes. Like, they're really not students anymore. Yeah. But then, man, we would hang out at everybody. You guys would hang out. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, man. The funniest story I had, you know, God rest his soul, Cedric Benson, right? And so yeah. I'm in my room. I'm playing some DJ Screw, and I got it loud. I'm banging it loud, right? Playing some Madden, too. And I hear a knock on my door. Doo, 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 doo. So I'm thinking it's my boss, right? Open the door. Cedric Benson and Robert Timmons. Man, what the hell are you doing all this music? So, like, you know, so they're just playing around with me, right? So we ended up playing Madden for, I don't know, a couple hours. And then that kind of became like a ritual where, you know, every time I would see them two, we play Madden, you know, or we go kick it, you know, or go eat, go do something, right? So it was just like a big family, not just with the football players, but with the campus as a whole, you know, like the seven-on-seven drills, adventures. Yeah, yeah, I mean. That was crazy. Like, like the whole summer, it'd be seven on seven camps, and I'm driving guys to the to the uh, practices and stuff like that because I was it'd running be with every, it'd be everybody out there too. Everybody, man, sports <laughs> reporters, newspaper yeah. folks, man, even recruits were coming up there watching Vince slinging around on seven on seven. Yeah. I remember Girls seeing out um, there. We got all fan clubs. I mean, we yeah. had it all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing uh, Jackson Shipley come down uh, when he was uh, still like in you middle Jordan? school. Yeah, you oh, know. You're about little one. Oh, yeah, you're little. About yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the little one. Yeah, 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 little one. He used to come down there as a kid, 12, 13 years old, and be running routes and stuff, catching balls from Vince. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it was just crazy to see how it was then and now. Like you say, it's so exclusive. You can't even you can't even walk on the on the campus hardly anymore anymore. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But yeah, tell me, okay, uh, who are some of your favorite players on defense that's on the team right now? Well, you know, I'm biased, man. Alfred Collins, I trained him in high school. So hey, that's oh, man. Alfred Collins is a beast. Man, I, I tell him, man, when when are you gonna when are you gonna turn into Thanos? You know, <laughs> like you don't you don't you don't need no glove. You don't need no five rings. Just snap your finger, dude. Man, he so is. So I'm kind of waiting on that day when he take it when he take himself to that dark place. I used to always get at him like, dude, you gotta take yourself to that dark place. You know, like you gotta you when you walk in that field, it's kill them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it needs to be. It needs to be bloods and guts all over the field when you get done. Like it's Man. just it's the mentality that you got to have. And the size he has when he does flip that switch, it's gonna be it's gonna be nasty. I it's mean, it's gonna, gonna be, be nasty. It's gonna be, it's gonna be ugly, but it's gonna be such a beautiful sight to see. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying, man. Hey, you know, I always think about um, back in 05 and you know '04 when y'all had that hell of a defensive line. Uh, you go down the line, you had. You had yourself, you came in in 03, but you had guys like Marcus Tubbs, uh, Roderick Wright, Larry Dibbles, um, Brian Rowe, you know, yeah, yeah, B-Rob. Who else on that line, man? You guys had a squad, well, man. When I first caught it, it was Mike Williams was backing us up. Yeah, um, Mike Williams, yeah. Brian Pickrell was good. He just got hurt, and he sure had to retire. Did. Yeah, but Brian Pickrell Pick was, was pretty good. good. Pick was good, too. Who When he got hurt, that's when I stepped in. yeah. And Rack came in, and all those guys came in. Rack Poe, golly, y'all had a Frank squad, O'Cam man. is another one. Big you know, Frank, Frank O'Cam, O'Cam, man. Ooh, big yeah. Frank, man. Man, you, hey, 
those were those were the golden days, man. That was like the golden era of Texas football. We'll yeah. see you guys out there, man. But um, Tim, if you had to name an all-time UT defense, who's going to be? Oh, wait. Let me start with the D-line. All-time? How far are we going? Like, all-time, all-time? Yeah, you know, all-time, all-time. Well, just... you know, I, hey, if if I don't, if I wasn't born yet, you ain't getting on the list because I don't remember <laughs> you. I'm with you, you know, now, I didn't, right? I didn't get a chance to see you play, so <laughs> I, I'm sorry if I'm offending some of the old-timers. Yeah. But I just don't remember you playing. But uh, oh, we let's see. Uh, let's see. Defensive end. Aaron Humphrey's got to be somewhere on there. A Hunt was a monster, man. I, I looked up to him so much. Like he was a GA when I was there, so he taught me a lot. Yeah. And Humphreys, man. Rack Rack took it to a whole nother a level whole that me and Rob just didn't didn't take it to. You know, and he's he's. He's my little brother, man, and I definitely would put him on the other side. Corey Redding's gonna be in there somewhere. I give him a he'll he'll be the swing defensive end. Yeah. Uh D tackles, definitely uh Casey Hampton, Sean Rogers. Uh my swing guy be Rob Wright. Ooh, uh, man. I'll tell you who else was good, man. Roy Miller. You know, oh, he big was Roy. In, put him in there too. Big From Roy Green, Texas. Too. Yeah, big Roy Miller, dude. That dude right there. He came in as a freshman benching 450, dude. Just yeah, I remember him coming line. in. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Let's go to the linebacker core. Mike linebacker. Uh, I'm going to have to go. There's been some good linebackers over the years. Yeah, that's some good Mike ones, man. Linebackers. There's some of the old ones that I'm missing. Dude, D.D. Lewis is one of them. D.D., yeah. He played Aaron, the Seahawks. Aaron Harris, Aaron Harris is definitely up in there. He's so underrated, uh, too. Yeah, Aaron Harris he gets forgotten because, because I feel like his junior season was just as good or maybe even better than Derek's senior year. It was kind of like Lance Briggs and Brian Urlacher. Yeah. Like he was Lance Briggs where he, he did all the dirty work, take on the double teams, and DJ just flowed, you know, yeah. like. You know, he just cleaned up everything. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, I'm trying to think. It was another linebacker I'm missing, man. I just can't think of it right now. Uh, let's see. I, Derek Johnson's definitely in there, yeah. one of the linebackers. And uh, let's see. I need another. Let's run a 4-3 defense. So who would be another linebacker? Who's some of the newer guys? I'm trying to think anybody new, the newer guys. You got Malik. No, nah, I want Malik. Malik was he had a he had an okay career. I think he could have been a lot better if he had yeah. if he would have stayed at more of an outside mm-hmm. stand up, kind of let him rush the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, uh Sergio Kendall, I gotta put him in. I know he moved a defensive end, but I kinda have gotta have him in there somewhere. Yeah, I love Sergio's game. He man. plays so hard. Um who's now secondary is about to get it's about to get. I gotta be careful. What I <laughs> you gotta be here. careful. They're gonna come back for you, yeah, man. Dude, dude's gonna be caught. Dudes, are, they're gonna be texting me, man. And, and, and what's up with that? You know, like, uh, all right, strong safety, Michael Griffin. Most deaf. All right, no doubt, Michael Griffin. He could do it all, dude. Special teams too. Uh, free safety. Uh, Michael Huff is definitely in there. Mm-hmm. Man, some of the old school guys, Stanley Richards and all those guys, I didn't ever see him play, but I just heard the stories about him, mm-hmm. you know? So I know they had to have been somewhere. Yeah. Corners. Never played with him. He's all the time. But Brian Westbrook, he's one of my Ooh. 
he's one of my favorites. Uh, he's definitely in there. Uh, Aaron Ross, you know, we went to high school together. Big you know, Aaron, so man. Uh, let's see who else. I know, I, I know, I, I got it. I'm making backups too. Uh, Cedric Griffin, man, he he brought that attitude. Wasn't he tough? Nasty yeah, attitude all the time. Dude. I always fight too like, on camera. Quiet like me, but man, he ready to he ready to attack when it's time. You know, he he's he a good dude. We're man. in the foxhole. I know he he gonna he gonna probably come out first with me. Yeah. You know, so yeah, he, he ain't gonna dude. say nobody. You, you will never know it is until it's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true though. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, man. Terrell Brown is definitely in there. How did I forget Earl Thomas? He's definitely in there as a safety. Et. I yeah. get him the swing guy. I know, I know I can't get the start lined up, so I'm gonna put some bad good <laughs> You can't accept everybody, huh? That's what's up, man. Yeah, exactly. That's a good team, though, man. That's a good team. And so, all right, so here's a new section that I'm gonna add to these interviews, man. Is uh you gotta give me a player on offense and a player on defense who was at Texas who didn't get to the league, but you thought like should have went to the league, man. You know, I'll start off and I say I, like I always say my guy on offense was RT. RT uh, yes. and uh, and uh, Eric Hardman, if he could have stayed on the team, his size and speed. Uh, Eric's is a hothead though, but uh, but RT for sure, RT for sure. Uh, yeah, who's yours? Offense you know, and defense. I, I I got a I got a, you know, me and Eric was very close because, yeah. you know, Coach Brown realized that I was very mature beyond my years. So he kind of put me in charge to kind of monitor Eric. Yeah. And he felt like I was the only one that could try to, you know, calm him down. If, yeah. You know, because Eric wouldn't disrespect me. Uh-huh. You know, he might disrespect everybody else, but he knew, like, nah, man, he too he too good of a dude to, yeah. to, to do him like that. Yeah, so we had a, a mutual respect thing. But as far as talent-wise, he might be the most talented running back I've ever seen in my life. And that's, man. that's, NFL, that's NFL included. Tim, you know, uh, I have this conversation with people all the time about Eric Hardeman, and and people, they think I'm lying when I say this, but I remember going to the spring games, and this was Cedric Benson's, I think, junior year, maybe senior year, and um, everybody in the stands is like, put E-Man in, put E-Man in, and Eric get a couple carries, and bam, 30 yards, bam, 40 yards, and it's just like 6'1", 210 pounds as a freshman, running a, a legit 4440 with them pads on, a track star, just uber talented. I like him and RT is some of the guys where you, where you just see the talent. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the thing about it, you just kind of cut his weight, man. Eric used to weigh in at like two twenty, two twenty five. Yeah, he was and that I, big. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I used like, to see I him out of. He was two twenty, two twenty five, man, but. You know, Eric had those huge calf muscles. Yeah, you know, man. he looked like he looked like a turtle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you like a turtle, man. Like, what's underneath that shell of yours? You know, but uh, <laughs> you know, Eric was man, Eric, uh, the guy, I remember he had some we had 40 yard dad testing one time. He had some J's on and just like you say, ran a four four and some J's. Just like just didn't care, man. You didn't know, care. J's are heavy and stuff. They heavy. He's just the so talented. Just did not care. And he could catch, he could literally go to receiver and mess around and almost start. Yeah. You know, the guy could run Ross could catch. Yeah. He just like you said, he was just he was just crazy, man. Yeah, crazy Eric. <laughs> yeah, but him probably 
RT, for what he did on the field, RT is definitely one that's like, God, man, what in the world? Yeah. How, did, how did that not? It just wasn't meant to be because yeah. I can only imagine RT in the NFL. Man, that dude, get that dude some money. He would have, he would have probably, man, there's no telling what his his life would have been if you would have gave that guy that type of money and at that point of his life, how buck wild he was back yeah, in those man. times. Yeah, you know, you know, people forget it was it's a kind of blessing that he didn't go. <laughs> yeah, it was a wild time, you know, keeping up with some of you guys, man. I had a good floor. I ain't gonna lie. You guys were good to me. I ain't never had a problem out of none of you guys. That's why it's always been kind of cool. You well, know, Tony because, Hill. Because the thing, yeah, you you kept it real. Like you understood, like I said, real always recognized real. So when I first encountered you, I said, Oh man, I said, you Nick real. I said, he a real dude. I don't know where he's from at that time, but I was like, man, he a real dude. Then I started understanding where you from and I would talk a little bit. You'd be like, hey man, hey. You know, boss on my tail a little bit. Hey, make sure y'all keep the music down a little bit for the day. We're gonna yeah. be good for the rest of the week, though. Yeah. So y'all can, you know, so you was cool about it. <laughs> like you wouldn't like you would kind of let us be like, hey man, y'all know y'all can't be smoking, you know, like whatever. Y'all can't be doing that in here. <laughs> if y'all go smoke, make sure you go outside somewhere. Or go in the stairwell. Yeah, yeah, go to the stair, because you know, man, you go in a certain flow. It was always that third floor. You go to that third floor, man. It smelled like it smelled like Jamaica over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had some fun, man. We had some fun. Hey, man, so tell me this, though. Who's your player on defense, though, you know, that didn't make it, who you thought was that guy? I felt like – because I got to think about what he did on the field. I felt like Robert Killebrew. Ooh, Robert Killebrew, the, man. The year that he had as a junior. Mm-hmm. When we, when we went to the championship, I feel like we were so engulfed and having fun, and we didn't even realize our position, the leverage that we had. But, man, and, you know, we're always thinking, like, I'm going to come back and have a better year. Yeah. It just didn't yeah. work out that way. But he was so hot at the moment, he didn't realize how high he was probably as far as on draft boards coming out as a junior. Mm-hmm. If he would have came out as a junior, he would have been drafted. He would have probably been in the NFL. Yeah. He's a great special teams guy, plays hard, you know, loves contact. You know, he got some mentality. He was something else. Anybody who's ever met Killer Brew, he's always ready to fight somebody or something. <laughs> he got the mentality of a linebacker, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, he, had, he had worked so hard, too, because he was like a defensive end when he came in, and he had to make the transition so he could actually rush the quarterback, too. Mm. So they were sending men on blitzes all the time, but. I think Killer Brew is the one that he's the one that came to my mind. It's like, man, he should have made it. Yeah, yeah, man, that's a good list, man. I remember too, man. Um, um, Ed Mack, you know, if uh, he could have stayed in school, man, McCullough had that speed. Oh, he was just, yeah. <laughs> he was just yeah. a little short, but I mean, he had that speed, man, and he was just natural fast. He was just natural fast. He even had like a little pop belly too. He was fast though. <laughs> Ed yeah. Mack, man. <laughs> that dude was stiff as a board. I didn't even meet him that long because he didn't stay around for too long. Nah, man. nah, nah, nah. He didn't stay around at all. I think he was there for maybe a semester or two, you know? And he played as a freshman, too. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. He was actually yeah, he out there on the field. Yeah, he, he got in the field as a freshman. freshman. That was just mm-hmm. speed. He had speed galore, man. So that's crazy, man. But, man, that's a good list, man. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, Killer Brew, uh, of course, Eric Hardman. I, I I always go to bat for Eric Hardman. I tell people all the time how talented that he was. I used to go to the games with him, you know, um, you know, just sitting in the stands. So he's on the field. I mean, like he would give me all his tickets. 
you know, Timmons would give me his tickets. I would just be in the, like every game, just sitting, just sitting, talking with the parents and everything. So, yeah, man, that's what's up, man. I appreciate you know, this, Tim's good, you just man. mentioned is another one. Who? The one oh, you just mentioned is Robert another Timmons. one. Robert Timmons. Robert Timmons. He should have made it to – Let me tell you Dude, about Rob Robert T, Timmons. Man. Let me tell you about Rob, Rob, Rob T. Robert Timmons was like 230. Yeah. He was a me, big old receiver. A big receiver. Let me tell you about Robert Timmons, right? So, uh, Robert Timmons went to Roosevelt down in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's in Oak Cliff. Yep. He played quarterback, okay? And – he played me some of his, some of his, I think, sophomore and junior uh, uh, tape. And he looked like Donovan McNabb, straight up Donovan McNabb, just at the QB position. He goes to Flower Mound and he's in like that whole coaching staff, they swapped him over to wide receiver. And that's when he came in Texas as a wide out. And he's talking about just a talented guy. He got snaps as a freshman, you know? Yes, he got he snaps as a freshman over there, Roy Williams and, and Sloan and BJ, and they had Rob T, I think, in the slot for a game or two, man. I was like, Rob yeah. out there on the field? <laughs> like, Rob, Rob Rob wasn't as tall as this guy that I played with in the NFL, but they had the same kind of feet. Like, you could tell they was a running back or something. Yeah. But uh, Brandon Marshall, when I played with him Marshall. in Denver, B. Marshall was a running back in high school. Mm-hmm. So that's why when he catched the ball, man, his feet, he had really good feet. Really he didn't have enough. Like Robert T, he wasn't as extremely fast, but he had great feet that could make you miss. Mm-hmm. And Rob T, definitely not as big as uh, as far as tall yeah. as Brandon Marshall, but I think Rob T is about what six two, six yeah, two, uh-huh. two thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great two. size, dude. That's great yeah. size. Yeah, you know, so he was my roommate in the summertime, man. We used to roommate in the summertime, so he used to be able to be me, him, and you know, Selvin Young was his was like his big brother. So Selvin yeah. would come in all the time, and yeah, we had. We had good times, man. We had good times. Rob T, Rob T a cool dude, man. He, he took it cool. hard when he took it hard when said said pass. You know that was that that was they left and right hand. Yeah, you know, he was so. always with him. Even when said yeah. you know like said went to the league. Rob T went with him. He went to Chicago yeah. with him. He was in Cincinnati with him. He was always with him. That was his dude. It yeah. was the you know it was the weirdest friendship ever because everybody who knows said man he had he hung around ninety nine percent white people. Yeah, <laughs> but he grew up in the hood. It was a weird. It was a hood of West Texas. Yeah, a Midland. It Midland. was the weirdest thing ever. Midland Lee, man. You know, like when I met Sad B, man, he had on some thong sandals. I was like, man, what black dude got thong sandals on? You know, like what's up with that? You know, he was like, cool he though, man. Sad was real, just cool. I mean, he would go. He would go to the man. He loved to get on Lake Travis and get on them them ski them super them skiba dudes or whatever yeah. they call. Uh-huh. See dudes, and yeah. He would be he'd be the only dude out there paddleboarding and stuff, and <laughs> you know, black folks, we don't be doing no stuff like that, man. Sam was living his life, man. He was living his life. To the, we go if we can't see the bottom, we ain't getting out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was living his life, man. He was just living his life. Always having uh, fun. Man, I love man. that dude, man. He was a he, was, but he he was. We called it weird, but he was just a different cat, man. But him and Rob T, Aaron Harris is another one. Yeah. You're talking about street dude that he just hung with all the time, man. Yeah. I'm just like, man, that's the weirdest thing. Like, how you going to be over there and then you cross the street and you with these two dudes? Like, that's the craziest thing ever. Yeah, man. That was sad B, man. Man, it, it just sucks that he's gone. You know, uh, you know, Texas fans – you know, would have loved to have seen him grow, you know, just, just, just get older, you know, and then to, to have pictures eventually with 
with uh, Earl, Ricky, and Sid as they all just age, right? You know, and then throw in, you know, like JC in there too, man, you know, Jamal Charles. And I mean, so, man, it's just, it's sad to see how, you know, you know, it's how you pass, man. But yeah. you know, Sid, man, he said he did it how he wanted it. Yeah. Sid used to ride them. Everybody knows Sid. He used the to ride them motorcycles hard. All day. All day. Yeah. Yeah. All day. <laughs> He used to ride the motorcycles hard. It's like, dude, you need to be careful, man. And he going, he's like, I gotta live my life, man. So yeah, that's, how that's him. That's him, man. Well, that's cool, man. This has been good, Tim. It's been good to catch up, man. Man, I appreciate you. You know, you know, just coming on the show, man, and everything, man. And uh, man, thanks for it, man. Thanks for this, man. It was good. Anytime, dude. Anytime you need me back on, man, let me know. Yeah, man, I got you, Tim, man. I appreciate it. And folks, man, go catch Tim, man, on Twitter, uh, Instagram. You know, he is he's a pleasure just to just to read his tweets, man. Tim keeps me rolling. He has me rolling all the time. Tim, you low-key a comedian, man. You low-key a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, man. Hey, man, I appreciate it, Tim, man. Definitely, man. Have a good one. All right, man. You too.